50th episode where I talk in this episode I talked to Tommy Atwood who I've loved his stuff for a fair few years um I stumbled across his stuff on Instagram and he's from the US he's an illustrator slash writer and there's a sort of a a real sense of darkness and lightness to his work super super contrasts that I've always been attracted to and love and sometimes when I look at his stuff I wonder how the fuck did he come up with that and I'm often trying to work backwards from my laughter to the joke and to the conception of it and he he explains a bit about it in this episode anyway here we go So I'm just re- I'm just record I'm recording from here, but um, yeah, I don't even know how to okay. do I don't even know how to do an interview and what and when I I was I was I was sitting in the I was sitting in um near the creek under some trees and I was getting I was drinking some beers and I was just looking through your shit. I'm going fuck I love Tom- fuck I love Tommy's shit and I was I was just getting really uh, drunk and I went. I've got to, I've, I've got to, I've got to do an interview with him. And so drunk, drunk Darby organized the meeting. And when I woke up the next day, I was like, "Stop making commitments! Stop making commitments!" <laughs> I was like, "I've got to, I've actually got to fulfill it." <laughs> yeah, no, it's true. It's like you, you constantly have to be in this relationship with your self that that makes decisions when they're drunk or in a good mood or whatever whatever it's the same thing as like making plans with people when you're you know a few beers in and then the time comes around and it's like oh shit I <laughs> all this beautiful stuff you've made and you haven't you haven't actually made heaps and heaps of it like you haven't jumped on the the bullshit treadmill of social media but you've made you pr- you've made probably enough to create an entire like you could just extrapolate on that forever and ever. Or I d- I just love that you haven't submitted or succumbed to the bullshit treadmill of posting constantly like I have. I love mm. and, I, and that's part of for me that's part also part of the charm of your shit. It's that it is. <laughs> that you just don't give a shit. You actually really, through the action of not posting, it, it it brings the not give a shit more to what you do have. And I love that. Whereas I, I actually, while I write, I don't care. I'm posting so much. So it almost sort of pulls away from the truth of some of the shit that I say. But anyway, I love that about your stuff as well on a weird side note. But yeah. Thank you. I, I mean, I guess my response to that would be, you know, there is, there is definitely an aspect of not wanting to, you know, let Instagram or or social media be what dictates how I work. But at the same time, part of why I don't post that often, you know, I can't take full credit. Part Part of why I don't post that often is just like the fear of putting stuff out or just like not having ideas that I feel like I want to share. You know what I mean? It's like, there's sort of a relationship with that, you know? So it's, it's not completely just because I've decided that I, you know, I transcend social media, you know, it's, it's, uh, (laughs) it's, it's bigger than that, you know? Yeah. yeah, yeah, (laughs) Um, yeah. I just, yeah. I remember seeing your stuff maybe three, three or four. I can't remember, but, um, it was yeah. a long time ago. Yeah. When we I first connected with you. I remember because I was still in school. And um 
I, I think it must have been like 20 it must have been like 2019 yeah uh, and yeah I was in I was in real estate school in New York <laughs> yeah it's so I, I love that I love how it's it feels like the antithesis of um just just my cliches of what real estate is and then and seeing your stuff i love how it's so black and white so <laughs> the weird contrast of that really i can mm-hmm. i can definitely relate to it working in corporate shit um but yeah a lot of your recent work has been about corporate shit hasn't it yeah I yeah yeah that's yeah. it's only because I posted something on TikTok and it worked, and I, and I thought, okay, mm. I've got a, I've got decades of um that sort of bullshit that I can comment mm-hmm. on. I thought oh, I'll, mm-hmm. I'll I'll run down that angle and see what happens. You're going from real estate to doing an MFA. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I am. <laughs> um, yeah, that's a lot to unpack, but it's like. I, I first, for so long, I just really wanted to fit into, you know, the working world. Like, it's just what I I really wanted to, to, I put a lot of value on that from a very young age. And it's just, you know, the reason for that is all kinds of things, family, um, just the people I grew up. It's like the world that you grow up in, you know, whatever, whatever. Yeah. Uh, it never felt like an option to pursue creativity. And um, I don't put that on anyone but myself because it was always an option for me. But um, but I just kind of like got onto this real estate track and I stuck with it through college. And then I graduated and then I got I got a job I was really excited about working in 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 New York City, real estate, luxury real estate. and I worked there for two years on Wall Street and that's that's really the the place that I because I always struggled with sort of balancing my working life with my creativity and working in that job on Wall Street was like my my deal breaker and I decided to just go full-fledged like apply for an MFA because I just knew that I needed to be around creative people who made the active decision to pursue creativity against the odds of you know making a living in this world you know what i mean yeah yeah i reckon for someone like yourself i can only judge by your work but you'd feel like such a a a semi fish out of water so you'd you'd be around these spirits not soulless like everyone's got a it, some people just do it and they hide it and they they contain it and they keep it for, to themselves at home it's kind of really judgmental yeah. to say people everyone on wall, wall street would be soulless that's not true but it would but seeing the masks that they that they have to wear and all that's i'm just assuming i don't i've never been but it would be yeah. i reckon that would almost be like sort of um, mulch for you for some of your work have you been around creative, like a group, like that energy around creative people before? No, this is my first time being in a community of artists ever. I've never been it. I've never done something like this. My my creativity has always been very personal and very isolated. 
Um, and already just a couple of weeks in, I'm, I'm learning the power in community, especially when it comes to art. Yeah. Um, and it's scary, you know, it's like I've had to, you know, after the very first week of school, we had to go up and present our work to, you know, the first year students and the second year students and the professors. And I was terrified because I've never done anything like that. And a lot of these kids have 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 formal art backgrounds, you know, and they've done this a million times. And and, you know, it was it was terrifying for me. Um, but everyone's been so wonderful and supportive and I've felt really able to voice my fears and I've felt really able to just like kind of let, meet people where they are and let them meet me where I am in all of this and that's a feeling that I never had in real estate in real estate I always felt like I had to pretend to 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 be on top of things even when I wasn't you know <laughs> yeah yeah it's it it's funny because I reckon you could actually probably teach the course that you're probably oh doing. no <laughs> I reckon you could because <laughs> no, I, I I've I've done I've lectured at on creativity once I, I guess lectured at, at a university in in oh really Australia and, I, I, and I'm learning from you through your stuff oh <laughs> I mean but that's what it is and well I think the important thing to recognize is that it's not that there's always someone who has to learn and someone who has to teach like I feel like it's a it's very much a, a give and a take especially with creativity you yeah. know I think I think when you start to sort of put people on on like these like creative pedestals like it it doesn't really do a service to anyone because at the end of the day we're all just using our art to process things in the way that we know how you know and 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 we all do that differently so it's cool for me to sort of work with people in my program who who are incredible illustrators but they are also less comfortable with writing or or storytelling you know, where I'm someone who's really comfortable with writing and storytelling, but illustration is something that like I'm I'm learning. I don't know the technicalities of it, you know. So it's like we all have something to kind of teach each other. And 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 that's what I mean by the community of it all. It's 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 really beautiful, you know. Yeah, that's that's so good. I love it. Yeah, it's cool. It's cool. Yeah, I miss I miss that cre uh, creative community. I've never been to a a, a creative school, but I, I'd sort of, I guess, in advertising for a, a short amount of time, there were some genuinely creative, trippy, weird people who had interesting takes on life. And yeah, mm -hmm. getting to meet someone like yourself in this kind of creative bullshit virtual community not bullshit mm -hmm. <laughs> that's just, i'm being euphemistic i know what you mean yeah 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 but yeah where 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 would you i'm sorry i'm really shit at um finding questions to that would lead from one interesting thing to the next but <laughs> yeah where where would you like to like writing or drawing or would you like to continue on doing sort of with what you're doing or just with so, um yeah. I think that yeah I think for me I really do believe that the magic happens kind of at the intersection of writing and drawing um I think that what I like about what I make is that I spend a lot of time on the writing and I spend very little time on the drawing 
And I think that, that they complement each other really well. And I think that they sort of need each other in a certain way in order to convey the way I'm feeling. Um, yeah. So, so the reason that I sort of am pursuing this degree is because I, I'm trying to learn how to just sort of both, I'm, I'm both sort of giving myself the time to just do this you know and and without you know so much added pressures um and I'm also just learning how to elevate my work and 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 maybe you know there are things that that I'm going to discover over the next couple of years that I in my work will take a totally different direction than I even could have imagined you know it's mm -hmm. it's really I'm just giving myself the opportunity to take this more seriously because I do like what I do and I do like that other people like it. So, so I feel like, well, if that's what I'm good at, I may as well nurture it. You know, that's, that's beautiful. I love, I love it, Tommy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry for my earnestness, but yeah, no, I mean it like, yeah. um, I, I love how, how you combine. Yeah. These, with these beautiful whimsical kind of fable-esque things and then you almost you don't you derail them beautifully with with death or sex or just re 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 reality and real things and then you then you pull the train back on the tracks again like nothing ever happened also <laughs> I, I love i love how you, how you you fuck with you fuck with my head beautifully with that and i love and I love the naivety of of your pictures. They really do complement when when it goes innocence, 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 writing with the innocent pictures, and then the the brutal the brutality, and there's still the innocent pictures that mm -hmm. are a kind of sketch, sort of sketchy and childlike. And then yeah, that it really yeah they work so well together. So my cats come to visit. Oh oh, what's your cat's <laughs> name? Oh, this this one's Henry. <laughs> Henry, <what's that? laughs> um, I'm just sitting. I'm sitting in bed. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, you just woke up. I love doing Zoom from bed. <laughs> yeah. um, but thank you for saying that. You know, I I think that um, it's always nice when when people have a compliment, but it's especially nice when it's people who are also creating especially like work like yours because I do think in a lot of ways our work is similar I think we touch on similar themes and and concepts and and I really look up to your work and so it's cool it's really cool to have you sort of see my stuff in the same way that I kind of see it um so thanks for saying that I appreciate um, it <laughs> no I love it I, yeah I love it I feel like I feel like I just yeah, I, I feel like it's taking a big sigh each time I see something. Yeah. Oh, thank, thank fuck someone's saying this shit. I'm so, <laughs> I'm so glad. I'm so glad. Well, that's the funny thing that I feel like you've probably, you know, discovered this too. It's like, there's a lot of things that people, artists on Instagram who do writing in comics, like there, there's a lot of things that they don't really like to touch on. Um that I find when I touch on these things, people respond really well. Like things like death or, you yeah. know, just like dissociation, fear, like, yeah. you know, just like normal human experiences. 
And I, I rarely see people touching on them, you know, and, and, and writing about them. And it's funny because I'm like, these are things we're all thinking about all the time. <laughs> Why can't we write about it and make fun of it? You know, it's like, it's like so nor- natural for me, but it's freaky when you start to realize that it's kind of like uncomfortable for people to talk about these things. Like my dream in conversation is to just literally talk about dying and death and 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 (laughs) not knowing why the fuck i'm here and not knowing what's going (laughs) on and and what what is you know it's like that's all i ever want to talk about but it's hard to find people that want to that want to go there with you sometimes but i find i write about it i get a great response from people because everyone's thinking about this stuff you know (laughs) it's totally it's weird isn't it yeah i love that Cormac McCarthy guy who died recently, he wrote The Road, and he said he said oh. something like, if if a story is not about death or life, then it's boring. Yeah. <laughs> I, lo- I love that. Right. I, right. I, yeah. I, uh, yeah, I love that you bring, like, that sort of, that, that to your work almost, and, and dissociation as well. But I love I love the devil. Like I'm just looking at this now. I saw the devil today outside the grocery store soliciting <laughs> free samples of hell. <laughs> I love that one. And I love I love your your yeah your themes on dissociation and 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 the idea of this other voice, this other thing, mm-hmm. the thought behind the thought. I I love that. It's um that that sort of creeps through creeps probably not the right word but that goes through your work heaps and I, yeah i love how, how you how you take that on in different in different ways and what was that that animation you did called um about the quiet observer yeah the quiet observer it was so yeah. that's so incredible and beautiful and there's so much love in that animation i was yeah appreciate that it's kind of yeah that one that one came from sort of um reading and learning about meditation practice and how there's this kind of common string between anything you read about meditation which is that there's this need to step back and observe um and that we you know that ties into the need for you know tapping into the present moment and 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 your breath and and you know grounding yourself it's it's all about just sort of like zooming out and just sort of not making yourself do anything other than just like be aware and so i wanted to sort of turn that concept into a character and um that's what i did with that animation i just sort of personified that quiet observer and you know the twist at the end being that they all you know (laughs) meet up at the end of the day and they all drink beer and get fucked up too you know it's like a it was just kind of like a you know i it was me processing this concept and and um and and sort of the 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 purpose of of um silence and and um observation yeah i'm I'm just looking through some some of because i I made i tried to make a list of stuff because i 
yeah, when I when I was thinking about this interview, I didn't even. I was like, I don't even know where to start. I just, I just, yeah, I, I just love, love, love the. Sh- it's just a vibe. It's just a vibe. I love like yeah. There's I'm just looking through my list. I love there's one about putting thoughts in jars and freezing the ones you like, and and yeah. dumping the ones that you hate. Like, am I a robot? <laughs> <laughs> or that, that cat would be a hot person. <laughs> <laughs> um or dumping i'll be bald by 23 and i'm just a numb ball of flesh <laughs> yeah would you ever want to write a uh if you did a first book would it be illustrate it'd be illustrations and words do you think i think so um i i would love to make a book i would love to publish my own work i would love to do children's books um i've actually written one that only you know my family and friends have seen because i I made it for christmas for my mom um but they really love it and and children's books are are i think one of the most incredible forms of art because they allow uh both children and adults to both bond over them and and learn from them and enjoy them for different reasons and i think they're really tricky to write because they need to appeal to both children and adults and um the con the the purpose of a good children's book is to teach a lesson you know and 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 um i really want to sort of get into children's books and that's something that i'm um, interested in kind of focusing on here and here in school because some of our um, professors here have published children's books yeah yeah I kind of feel like to write a kid's book you have to because kids are naturally genius right exactly <laughs> and adults kind of yeah we lose our I remember that Bukowski quote we're, we're born genius and die idiots yeah I kind of really, yeah. So I reckon somehow you've managed to hold on to your that inner childhood specialness in, mm-hmm. and and so I reckon, yeah, that's I could, yeah, I totally see you going in that weird, fucked up adult child <laughs> book, kids book for adults, or do you, do you collect kids books or ha- have any? It's funny. I actually just picked up a a collection of some. I literally have it right here. Um, I got these vintage children's books that were at a local auction. This is like a vintage Hansel and Gretel book. And I got a lot of pictures. Oh, fuck yeah. This one that you would, I think, really like. I'll send you some pictures. It's called As Alvin Walked Out One Morning. Really, like, brilliant (laughs) stuff. Big they are as well. Yeah, they're awesome. I I don't I don't know. I I got um, we got them. My my mom is she's into auctions and she saw these at an auction. She she bid on them for me for really cheap. Um, I got them for me, so I went and picked them up today. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, I love kids books. I think that they're, I think that they're really important and um, and especially now, um it's really important I think for kids to have books that continue to sort of interrogate the proper things in them you know yeah um have you ever done children's books or anything like that or do you have any interest in it 
Oh, yeah, yeah. I've collected. I've collected a lot of kids' books. I went through a stage over ten years uh, of collecting shitloads, and there's this Australian guy called Sean Tan, who okay. all these amazing kids' books that are on so, sort of quite bleak. And he's done so. Yeah, he's done so well out of it. I'll send you a link to his stuff. Um, yeah, yeah, send me a link to that. That sounds cool. Yeah, he's an incredible. He's an incredible illustrator. This, um, but yeah, no, I've collected. I collected a shitload of kids' books at one stage, and I'd love. I would have loved to have saying it like I'll never do it, but, um, yeah, I'd, I'd still write and illustrate, and but. I don't have a good enough idea to really make some sort of real magic, but I'd I'd like to, I'd like I like to think I'd might one day, but yeah, at the moment I'm. How just... do you? How do you generate your ideas? Um. Uh, yeah, I want, that's the question I want to ask you. Oh, okay. I'll start. Um, recently, just walking around. Um, mm-hmm. stress mo- movement or walk or driving. I find as soon as I'm moving, I mm-hmm. I just, just turn up. Get um, yeah, I, but I do try to discipline myself by sitting down and mm-hmm. and and writing for a certain amount of time, and especially first thing in the morning. I used to write completely drunk, constant all the time for years. Mm-hmm. I'd only mm-hmm. ever write when I was pissed, like three years. A lot ago. of art- a lot of artists fall into that. Yeah, like I did that for a long time, but realized that was unsustainable, and mm-hmm. and also a lot of it was rubbish. But sometimes I'd come up with something really good, like yeah, my shit down the shower just because I was drunk at the time. <laughs> I love that one. I love that one. Yeah, um, but yeah, it's all it's all yeah, nearly all so completely sober morning, and yeah, movement and discipline it's weird Mm -hmm. i'm quite i'm undisciplined i think in a lot of areas of my life but in some areas of my life like creativity i'm really stupidly disciplined but yeah yeah. how how about you how do you come up with ideas i it's funny because every idea that i every idea every idea that i judge as good that i've had um it, it they come to me slowly so i'll sort of come up with a concept like for example the devil the devil comic i with that one i came up with the idea randomly this concept of the devil giving out samples of hell in in little cups yeah. and that was all i had and then um bef- before i get too excited about it i just sort of let it let my brain work on it you know (laughs) and I don't force anything and maybe I'll sketch some stuff and whatever but I really don't actively do much I really just let it sort of build until it's ready to kind of come out until it's like fully baked and then I sit down and I just draw it and I post it it's like it's weird my process is weird it's like a it's like an initial seed is planted and I just sort of let it grow and then all of a sudden, like it just like tells me it's time to come out, and I and I let it out, and I I I cannot edit that process. Like it's something I need to work on because I I I I need to sort of be able to sort of sit down and like let myself just like it's part of why I don't share stuff all the time. You know, it's like um, 
I I'm, I'm working on letting myself generate ideas even when I'm not inspired, you know, yeah. that is the goal of, of taking this stuff more seriously. Yeah. I love how you have respect for the unconscious or subconscious or whatever you call it to, to do, do. A, a lot of heavy lifting. Cause it's mm-hmm. most people, they think they'd have to sit down and work, work hard at it. And that actually stops it. You almost got to be, sit and wait for the creature to come out of the bushes (laughs) well it's true it's like the art that i feel the most compelled by is work that you can tell came quickly like you it's work that that doesn't look too refined you know it's like work that is like really like highly trained and 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 studied i respect it but it doesn't speak to me in the same way that like scribbly, messy work does because that's like real human creativity to me. Yeah. I think that more sort of practiced and refined work is wonderful, but it, it lacks a certain allure because it's not as human and in that like, I guess I, guess I, sh- I, I won't say it's not as human because it definitely is, but it's just like, to me, it doesn't speak to me as much. Yeah, um, yeah. I like stuff that just sort of is just like an expression of just like the mess of the mind, <laughs> you know. Like it's just you know complex and weird and messy, because um, that's kind of how my brain feels. So it's I guess that's why I like it. It's you know it's relatable. I love how in a in a way how you just described. I feel like your work is a big scribble, and then you just put one little handle on it for an audience to carry carry with them, <laughs> like a little suitcase. Here you go. (laughs) That's a great way. I'll remember that. That's a good way of putting it. You know, it's like you think of, I mean, how much time do we have? Like four hours. But I'll message you if it kicks us out. Okay. It's funny. Like I, I, I've been thinking a lot about the concept of like the work that you want to make versus the work that you end up making you know and that's something that every artist has to come to terms with you know it's like you have this like like the mind is this like crazy abstract place where anything can happen but then you're limited by this like three-dimensional real three-dimensional reality that you live within and and are so confined by and you have to funnel like this like truly like like limitless place that is your mind into this like three-dimensional reality and that's what your artwork is you know so it's tricky because it's like (laughs) you have this whole concept that only exists in your brain and you just like push a little bit of it out onto a page and people are like oh that's amazing but i'm like no it's not you should see what i was thinking (laughs) you know (laughs) i can relate to that yeah Yeah. people the iceberg yeah right it's like i would love to just like open up my like just like brain and let people take a walk through and maybe they wouldn't like it as much (laughs) but uh, oh but that's sort of it's it's a weird thing to come to terms with i love i love your respect for for ideas in that sense i love it's like always feels like cats they'll you can't go to a cat they have to come to you like my cat was just jumping mm-hmm. over my lap she'll never do that on if i chase her they are creatures. they are creatures those ideas i think you've even talked about that in 
I think sometimes I feel like I'm just stealing your opinions and pretending they're mine. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I love your I love your mind heaps. No, sorry, I didn't mean to do another compliment. I can't help it. Yeah, it's so nice to... Especially because it's, it's, it's very insecure and scary to be starting art school right now, especially having no background in it. So it's, it is nice to know, you know, um, that there are people who my work speaks to because it, it gives me even more reason to feel like I'm in the right place. You know what I mean? Yeah, totally. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I can't wait to see what what happens or what doesn't happen or anything. You both. Like, yeah, yeah, who knows? <laughs> yeah, we'll see. I mean, I'll keep you posted, you know. Um, and I mean, let's keep in touch and, and I'm happy to chat whenever you want. You know, I, yeah. I enjoy chatting with you. It's nice. Oh yeah, this no. is this will be number fifty, my fiftieth episode on me podcast. Oh my god, that's great! <laughs> so, so it's a, amazing. It's so significant, I think. Yeah, that's awesome. Congratulations! Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and thank you for having me. It's been that's it. We we sort of got cut off near the end, but um, you can find Tommy's work at Instagram, just spiritual carb at spiritual cardboard. Um, I've provided the link in the show notes of this down the bottom. It's yeah, it's it's pretty spectacular. Check it out.